do now. I'm recording. Oh, cool. Hey, everybody. hey <laughs> Welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. So, uh, today we're going to be talking about... Um, do we have to? We're going to be talking about Ghoulies Ugh. 3. Yeah, it's better than Ghoulies 1. It is not. <laughs> it is 100% not better than Ghoulies 1. I uh, will watch this over the first one. If I had to be like... You gotta wow. pick one. Wow. The first one's boring. Uh, it's got some parts, but it's boring overall. Oh man, this is rough. <laughs> this is <laughs> This movie was rough. I had a hard time watching this movie. Is it because it's ninety four minutes when it should be seventy three? That's definitely one of the reasons. Yeah. It's, it's too long. It's way too long. Way too long. It's the all of the jokes are terrible, and they're just constant. It's just hammering you nonstop with just, like, adr jokes yeah. that, like, some of them are jokes, some of them aren't jokes, some of them are just words. It's a movie that I thought I loved before yeah. we decided to yeah, do me it too. this week. Um, me too. And as I was telling you earlier, I'll tell everybody else here... Uh, yeah, um, when I was a kid, we used to, my dad would pick me up every Wednesday, we'd rent a movie, and there were several movies that I rented... Repeatly, Every Wednesday, I would pick the same damn movie. And I went through the streak with Ghoulies 3 back when I was, I don't know, 10 or 11. And I just, this is, remember, I remember him, like, trying to talk me out of it <laughs> as a kid. Like, he I would, can see why. And A Monster Squad was another movie I rented all the time. And I remember my dad saying, uh, yep. you don't want to get the monster kids again? <laughs> you, <laughs> you, sure? you, you sure you want this Ghoulies thing? <laughs> yep. Maybe it'd be cooler if you got the Monster the, Squad. You, you want the monster kids? <laughs> <sighs> and now I see why my poor father had to sit and, and watch this every week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. It, it is brutal. It was brutal watching it because um, I watched it two times last week for the podcast. <laughs> and then I don't remember why, but we had to, David, I had to, I had to David cancel. David got sick, so I had, oh, to, that's right. I had to work. So uh, we couldn't make it. So a week went by, and I started watching it again this morning to refresh it. And I, and I couldn't even bring myself to finish it. And, and, and so then I, right before coming over here, I left my tape at home, so I just watched a German rip on YouTube. Oh. And that's actually kind of funner, watching this movie in German. <laughs> I can see that. It's there on the tuber. Check it. Dude, what blew me away, one of the things, I was watching it, and I was like, oh my god, that voice. Who the, that fucking cat puppet sounds like Richard Kind. It's Richard Kind. Oh my god, famous, famous <laughs> character actor. Yeah. I was like, the, my my mind exploded, but uh, my mind doesn't know who this kind. Oh guy my god! Is. I wish I could list off all of his credits, but he's he's just he's most one of those known guys. for Cat Ghoulie, right? I mean, Cat Ghoulie <laughs> is his number one credit. I love what Cat Ghoulie looks like. This movie's got some pluses. <laughs> <laughs> he's my favorite of the cat, rat, and fish. Um, of cat, rat, and fish. I don't know. It's tough. That's difficult. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's the dentist from Strangers with Candy. It sure he's is. He's best known and for the as being the dentist in Strangers with Candy. He's not. He's best known as like everything. <laughs> this guy is unbelievably famous, and uh, yeah, so ridiculous that he was in this. It's ridiculous that Matthew Lillard was in this movie. Well, he he I mean, was standing in the background a couple times. Hey, he laughed. Yeah. once, really. Hey, we gotta start somewhere. Angrily, I. Jason Scott Lee. Jason went Scott on to play Bruce Lee. Lee. Holy crap! Uh, Marsha Wallace, the voice yeah. of Miss Krabappel from The yeah. Simpsons. Amazing, but I mean, I, yeah, I couldn't believe uh, Jason Scott Lee. 
there's a lot to talk about on that one too, because that was a bummer. I mean, maybe not. He was given like this long duck dong kind of like horrible Asian nerd stereotype okay, thing. Okay, here's the deal. You're an Asian man and you're obsessed with this Asian <sighs> stereo called a Yamagachi with triple laser beam high speed scoring and routing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's rough. That's super rough. But it's super well. But I will say that he, to his credit, he did very well in negotiating that so he came off more as just a generic nerd Mm -hmm. it definitely felt less offensive than a lot of portrayals that he that probably the director probably wanted (laughs) (laughs) they were probably looking for a more offensive portrayal and to his credit I think Jason Scott Lee was like hey maybe fuck you and maybe I'll do something dumb (laughs) but maybe not offensive dumb so it felt to me it didn't feel offensive as much as like I mean obviously there were a lot of stereotype parts about it that were rough but I think that he acquitted himself pretty well. We had a Hope Marie Carlton from the Andy Sedaris stable there. Yeah. In this. Crazy. And um, I forgot his name, but the security guard is also uh, Officer Duffy in RoboCop 2. Yeah. Which, contrary to popular belief, is an amazing movie. I don't. What is this popular belief that RoboCop Everybody 2 is? Everybody says RoboCop 2 sucks. Everyone I think it's awesome. is an asshole. I think they're talking about RoboCop 3. Yeah. Yeah. RoboCop 3 is... I didn't even know they made a 3. They did not. It's an unwatchable Yeah, they just made 1 and 2, right? Yes, and then a TV series. And they talked about remaking it, but they never did that either. So they just made two movies and then quit when they were ahead. Then quit and made a great cartoon. Yes. (laughs) That I've never seen, but I assume is brilliant. And the toys have caps. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I bought an Ed 209 from your store. Oh, man. (laughs) Did you buy it before they got really expensive? Oh, it's like the... The, oh, the, the little thing. the little oh, yeah, yeah. one. I can't afford that nice thing. Oh man, I know. I work I, in TV news. <laughs> I have them there, and I'm like, I want one really bad, but they're 85 bucks. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't pay that much less for them. <laughs> my my markup from NECA is not amazing, yeah. uh, but they're still really fucking cool. You uh, should see if we can get some to review for the podcast. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> let's, let's do an unboxing <laughs> podcast. If you guys could see this. It's really cool. Yeah. I just just trust me. This thing's <laughs> fucking awesome. Okay, you know what? We've put it off long enough. We got to stop yanking everybody's chain uh, here. We got to talk about this. We committed <laughs> to talking about ghoulies. Let's just do it. Fuck. Yeah. Um, okay, so actually what I liked about this intro, there was something, some positives here. There are positives. So this intro, like this is years before Tales from the Crypt, right? From the, the, the TV the, series? The HBO series, right? Oh, geez, I don't know. It had to be, unless, I mean, because this looked like a straight-up parody of the Tales from the Crypt intro, but I think years before, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. What year was this? 91? Oh, shit. Maybe, maybe it was a direct parody of it, because yeah. it was like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really... Okay, so maybe they were just parodying it. I was giving it more credit than it deserved. Yeah, man. Uh, so Positive tw- removed. Positive removed. <laughs> Twenty-one years ago, uh, we get the we get this intro that's very tales from the crypty. Yeah. We go up to the room of where a- there's what a secret toilet. Yes, the secret toilet room. We never find the origin of a secret toilet. That's kind of a. <laughs> No, it's it's kind of one of these things where it's like I'm torn because like I really want to know where this toilet and comic came from, but at the same time, this movie's so freaking long already that I, I really don't want don't. anything more added in. And and it's again not a movie that you need to know things. Like. <laughs> Someone could literally just come around a corner and go, "Hey, these things came from over here." 
that magical weird toilet wasn't there a second ago. Yeah. <laughs> the, and sometimes it's in the middle of like what looks like a room. It moves. Like at the end of at the end of it, like they're in someone's bedroom and the toilet's in the corner of like yeah. a bedroom. Yeah. Okay. That guy's but like a weird He's a weird student. He's all about that open <laughs> it's an open open, open concept. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got really good like, feeling. I, I, I thought a prison toilet would fit in nice here. <laughs> He's having a hard time adjusting to the outside after he's... But he's doing good. He's on his way. He's on his way to his diploma, and he's staying out of trouble. That's great. <laughs> Just likes to poop in the open. <laughs> so, we... Oh, God. Uh, so... Well, we, I'm going to make poop jokes. We're not going to have a fucking toilet movie. Exactly. We got nothing else. Uh, so, we got this... It's bound to be funnier than the what's in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just by, However, yeah. let's blow this poop stand is a great line. Jesus. And whoever wrote that should be very proud of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's no pancake joke. Um... Any, oh, oh, let's talk about cabin fever. No, we have to talk about this movie. Okay, so uh, there's this, there's the, I, I guess he's kind of like our metalhead is kind of what we're going to think of this guy. Uh, Did you already jump forward in the oh, future? Oh, no, sorry. I'll, it, there's that, this is the original guy. Yeah. Some random nerd is in the toilet. And he's, he summons the ghoulies? He's summoning ghoulies because he wants to. Sure. And they instantly kill him. I do like when they pop through the window and, and, the, and the fish one yells, we're back, or something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, so. I thought that was good. They got it out of the way instantly. Um, oh, yeah, the ghoulies talk in this. We didn't have talking ghoulies before. And they sound just like the Boglins in the Boglin commercials. Yes, they do. Which is really, really weird. And I don't know what that's about. Mm -hmm. I mean, because if this is 91, then you're talking about... They're obviously just mimicking the Boglins' voices from the commercials intentionally, which is really weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, but when I was a kid, I thought of the Bo the Ghoulies movies as like Boglins' live action thing. I can see that. And I was like, oh, that's super cool that this is a thing about about this amazing toy that I had. You and can also so go to CoastCityComics.com and get your officially licensed Boglins t-shirt. Absolutely, that is correct. And if you buy enough of them, I think we're going to make a comic book that I'm going to get to write with Tim Clark. So do that. Buy a shirt. Yes. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so demonic toilet guy gets sucked in. Oscars, here we come. Demonic toilet sounds like some shitty thing Charles Band would come out right now. <laughs> It'd be like evil bong versus demonic toilet. I think that I think that when I was watching this, I should have watched one of those new band movies. Yeah. Like in between my watchings of this, and then the the second watching, I would have been like, "What a great movie! <laughs> this is amazing." I shouldn't judge, but I haven't. It's I so much even, better than Evil Bong. I can't even watch any of those things. They're unwatchable, <laughs> unfucking watchable. I just get a kick out of the titles. <laughs> Amazing. He just basically like he goes to a strip club and like he's like, OK, uh, everybody just do what you do and then we'll record dialogue. We'll get mm. boobs and dialogue and then we'll add in a floating bong or something. <laughs> we got a couple extra bucks. Call Gary Busey. <laughs> See if he wants to be that fucking cookie dude again. <laughs> I will say, though, that was the exception. I loved Ginger <laughs> Deadman. I loved that movie. Um, OK, so he's. <laughs> I'm just going to keep derailing this so we don't need to There's, talk about Ghoulies 3. You know, I feel like I should just skip through. And then the then the Ghoulies die. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs> All right. So, hey, you can catch us. Uh, follow us at... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So he recites Latin nonsense. Ghoulies fly through the window. 
just screaming jokes at the top of their lungs, just like non sequiturs and jokes and like throwing the dude in the toilet and be like, welcome to the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, knocking each other's heads together, doing three dunk, stooges dunk, dunk. stick, like making the coconut noises. Like it's, it is overload. And we were talking. It doesn't fuck around though. It, it, it gets, it, it shoots straight out the gate. Sure does. However, this is what we were talking about earlier. This movie is a kid's movie with tits and murder, period. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. None of the murders are, uh, and I wonder if this was supposed to be one. And then they kind of like punched it up with some extra nudity and whatnot. Because, I mean, this is the 80s or early 90s, so you could have the beer. Like, there wasn't a big stickler thing about Right, beer. You could always do the yeah, beer yeah. jokes back then. Well, I mean, and they uh, th- this was like sponsored by Miller, clearly. Oh, yep. And also, um, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I don't think there's any swearing in this movie. If you can remember some, I, I don't remember some. I don't think anybody swears. Oh, weird. No, I, n- I didn't. Even... Well, they say shit. I don't remember I it, but maybe shit. they did. In the <laughs> okay. <laughs> shit in the toilet. Yeah, I don't remember it, but maybe you're right. Yeah, like I said, I couldn't be 100% sure, but no, even if there is, it's, it's extremely... It's, and, they still, it's and they still said swear words in the in the old PG movies yep, for kids. True. Uh, <clears throat> yep, so whatever. I just I just feel like they made this like kind of kids comedy. Then they were like, it's too... I don't know. The other movies are PG-13. Let's make it more for adults again because it's ghoulies. Like, just... Throw some boobs in there. I don't know. Briefly. It's so confusing. There's some broken parts, but if you watch it, it does feel like it's made for kids, but... And it also feels like this was supposed to be a high school. Like, the behavior in the classroom and all this stuff is Oh, like, yeah. Like, they're like, ah, throwing paper airplanes and whatever, and it's like, guys, come on. Like, maybe a high school. Yeah. Not people who've paid to be here. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> I mean, I've everybody been, paid to goof off here. I've, I've there wasn't been, a serious. Like, I've been in some ABC college classes, and they've <laughs> never been even remotely like that. But they didn't even show like you know how in all those kind of scenes, there's like one person that is the student that's actually there. They're they're yeah. just like kind of frustrated trying to read their book, but getting hit with stuff. There was none of them. Everybody was raging. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like UM Orono or something. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, so, yeah, we go forward. So this kid banishes the ghoulies to the toilet, and apparently somebody seals up the comic book in the wall. Sure. Because we find it. Um, yeah. Well, uh, a guy's like dude. reading a book on the toilet, but the toilet seat's down, so he's not even using the toilet when he's sitting on the demon toilet. He's like, he's defacing the wall with a Sharpie, I think. I think he's just like writing on the wall, drawing on the wall with a Sharpie. Yeah. And then he puts his finger through it, and then he finds the comic. Uh, but here we go. We get our giant prank montage. We start them basically start after our cold open with a montage of pranks. So uh, we get a, basically a VO. It's a voice on a PA saying, hey, it's prank week and all the frats are going to be crazy. And are we going to do blah, 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 blah? Man, that's my favorite thing. from. I miss prank week. Like. <laughs> I did so many good. Uh, well, I called them Yanks in, oh, in my I, school. Yeah, I think I think I think, I think most every people, college calls them Yanks, even yes, though it's Prank Week. They they course, they, they call them Yanks. That's how it goes. If you didn't go to college, you wouldn't know that. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that I TP'd some trees. I remember putting condoms on statues uh, and uh, and, and wired I, an ejector bench. Right. Yes, absolutely. The ejector bench was a big <laughs> was one of my best inventions. You are a yanking god. <laughs> the yanking god, not unlike our hero. Skip, Skip Carter. 
president of Yanks. Yep. And then at the end of our montage, we have uh, we have uh, Jason Voorhees getting yes, uh, stuck special, in a special, stuck in a bucket. Special uncredited Kane Hodder cameo. Mm. Uh, Beekler did. Um, I'm not sure which one. Friday one of the, one of the Friday seven. the 13th. He did the psychic yep. one. Okay. Yep. Which is cool. Yeah. I thought it wasn't. I revisited it. In it's my not opinion, bad. of it's totally changed. I, it's my a brain very is low an budget movie. idiot, so I don't really remember why I really loved it now, but I remembered hating it in the past. But I also remembered loving this in the past, and now I hate <laughs> this movie we're talking about. Uh, I mean, Seven is ridiculous. I mean, it's it's one, it's basically a Carrie mashup with Friday. So it's like, oh, she's got Carrie's psychic powers yeah. and she's fighting Jason, which is fun. I want to go home and watch that. And one. also it has the iconic Jason on a chain yes. moored to the bottom of Crystal Lake, which Such is a cool visual. I mean, if it had only that and nothing else, it, it's already won because that's so cool. Um, <clears throat> but this movie has ghoulies in a toilet. <laughs> so back to the toilet. OK, so, <laughs> so also the Kane Hodder prank is ridiculous. Re- ridiculous somebody there's a janitor and somebody sneaks up and they unscrew his mop from the stick like halfway so the janitor like moves his mop and then it breaks yep and this bucket goes down the stairs he goes running down the stairs and runs into a banister nuts first like yep the banister position doesn't move on these stairs so how did he pull this nut shot off it's (laughs) the bucket just keeps rolling down the stairs and then kate hotter sees it and falls into it and then he can't stop (laughs) <laughs> it culminates with hitting a teacher, sending his papers flying, and the book I hits another know. guy on the head whose face blobs into I, his ice cream cone. <laughs> it is it is insanity. It is a kid's movie. Yeah, it, it is absolutely a kid's movie. It is 100% a kid's movie. There's no way around it. I couldn't find any trivia regarding this. I just I, I feel that this started off as a kid's joke movie. Like, but I mean, it's a Ghoulies movie. It was made by the people that made Ghoulies. They all the made, other two movies. They yeah. made monster Ghoulies for it. It was a horror movie to start with. I don't I, uh, I don't know. But, uh, so we get It needs this. to be one of those, like, Crystal Lake Memories movies on, <laughs> on this movie that would be like six hours long. There's a dude with a Ghoulies page who's like the world's foremost Ghoulies expert. He's obsessed with Ghoulies and he, uh, he did some crazy research. I think he actually released a book on all the ghoulies. Damn. Things. So I would be interested to find out a little bit more about that. I wish I found this page to read all about ghoulies. <sighs> yeah, he's he's written an awful lot about it. He's interviewed a bunch of people. He's he's obsessive. He's an artist, too. He's a really decent artist, and he has a ton of ghoulies art. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting dude. Yeah. Um, he loves this movie unapologetically, which is unforgivable. Uh, <laughs> I will say I still like this movie. It is freaking terrible. No, this but is... But it does have some strange charms, and I'm still going to keep it on my shelf. This is a perfect example of how I don't watch movies actively. Like, this movie I liked because I've never paid close enough attention to it. Okay. It's a movie that I like, I flip in and out, you know, like I'm reading a book or I'm doing something and I have the TV on. I kind of do that all the time. And it's the kind of movie that I'll put on when I'm doing something else. It's an incidental movie. It really is. And it's perfect for that. <laughs> yes. And it makes you think that you like it because you turn your head, something, something fucking funny crazy and is happening. happening. Yep. And you're like, oh, what a crazy, funny thing. But then you try to watch it as a cohesive single view and it just makes you want to gouge your eyes out with a hot poker 
Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, so we've got another guy, the Vandal. He writes on the wall, breaks off the tile, finds the Ghoulish Tales comic, feels compelled to recite them. But before he finishes reciting it, he gets called off to go yanking. To go yanking, and the uh, the Ghoulies are disappointed, and you hear them go, nah, <laughs> wanted to come out and murder people. Yeah. And so our frat that we're following, which is Beta Zeta Theta is uh, walking around campus talking about the quality of their yanks Ugh. compared to the yanks of other frats. There's a, apparently only two frats. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think I think that's the deal. Yeah, two frats. <sighs> and they made the other frat. They kept making, like, Hitler jokes with them. Okay, so... And the, and the weed blonde <clears throat> frat guy's name is Heilman. Yes, yeah, Heilman, yeah, of course. So, I mean, they just basically got a guy who was very, very blonde. I don't understand that they direction. Kept it seemed like referring to him as a Hitler youth. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of a trope, you know, the the really like It just rich, feels like a half-assed guy. trauma joke though. Like I feel yes. like I feel like one of the this, other this I feel movie like, is a half-assed trauma movie. I feel like one of the other members in that frat should have had a shoebox mustache, you know what I mean? Somebody maybe wore like That would have been a trauma movie. Maybe somebody wore like a red armband, you know what I mean? They didn't you didn't need to have a swastika on it, but they just kept making Hitler jokes, but there you wasn't are. anything really Hitlerish about this gang, like yeah. or this frat, I mean. No, but it is very it's very trauma. Yes. I mean this whole movie is very trauma. This movie reminds me of Slimeball Bolarama. Imagine if that annoying little imp from Slimeball Bolarama was three of him with three different voices making all sorts of incoherent jokes all the time. Nonstop. We That's need what to it get is. Brandon on this podcast with us to talk about Sorority Babes. Okay. Because it's one of his favorite movies, he said. Brandon Kawashima. Yeah. Yes. He loves Sorority Babes I, and the Slime Ball I've heard that about him. Yeah. I've heard that that is his favorite movie. Yeah, he was writing to ask if he could come on here and talk about it. Oh, really? That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. I said I'd have to check with you. Okay. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Official invite to talk about Brandon's favorite movie, <laughs> the Sorority Babes and the Slime Ball Good old Uncle Impy. Oh, Uncle Impy. <sighs> All right. So we're introduced to evil Professor Ragnar, who... <laughs> <laughs> Played by Kevin McCarthy, and Which, it is the, he is the shining pinnacle of awesome oh, in this movie. He saves this movie. That dude is 72 years old, and he's just giving it his all here. Holy shit. That's so amazing. He's, he's crazy. He is crazy. He went in full, full, full prosthetic makeup. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Impressive. <laughs> Love him for that. Um, but, yeah, so he shows up. And he's the bad frat hits him with water balloons, and it's like ah, <laughs> oh, and he blames it on the other one, which I'm sets up our gonna expel all you yankers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the next time the axe is gonna fall. <laughs> uh, and so, <laughs> so the other frat shows up. And then we learn that they're fighting for this stupid crown. Wrap it, snap it, clap it. Oh, Christ. <laughs> well. <laughs> I love 90s, like. White, like, white guys rapping in 90s, 90s white movies. guy rap thing. Yeah. I, I thought he was going to go somewhere with that. Like, make like, nope. a cool yank rap or something. But it was just like, <laughs> yank it, yak it, rap it, slap it. <laughs> Done. That's, what, that's all he's got. It doesn't even make any sense. Nope. He had nothing else. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Yep. So I'm just gonna make '90s hip hop sounds. Instead. Jesus, I don't know what else to do. This, <laughs> this movie is terrible. So Skip the head yanker stood up his girl and she's mad. He's the head yanker. <laughs> so she goes to class with the Hitler Youth guy, whose name is Heilman. 
Uh, more... Who drives a scooter? <laughs> What a weird choice. <laughs> I know, like, look he at how intimidating like, he, he is. He should have had like a German motorcycle with a sidecar. A BMW or something at least. No, no, like, like, like a, a Euro yeah. Euro bike would have been fine. Um, but nope. No, like one of those motorcycles from uh, Last Crusade. Yes, exactly. With a sidecar. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so more pranks. And then we get to this rowdy classroom that looks like a high school <laughs> from like rock and roll high school. And uh, and Ragnar's angry, and they keep pranking him. They're writing stuff on the board. They flip it over. It's something worse oh! on the other side. Oh, he totally got him. Got you good, Ragnar. And then he t- starts talking about Pandora's box, and everybody laughs because it's a vagina. Ah, it's hilarious. That's one of the punch-up jokes to like take this out of kids' movie territory. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so the the metal kid from the John who found the comic is Wesley. He's still reading the comic. He loves this fucking book. Do you find this more interesting than my class? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, then I'll just read these ancient passages that are written in it. How about that? And I'll embarrass you by doing that. How about we do that? I love that later on in the movie, he sends his assistant to, like, research the comic, and she finds info about it, but we, we never get let in <clears throat> on it. It's almost like, why nope. do you even have this origin-seeking scene if you're not even going to tell us how what you found? Is she famous? Yeah, I think she was in Newhart. <laughs> okay, that was funny. That was actually funny. That was funny. And that's a total ADR joke, but it was funny. Um, so, so, oh, God. Inflatable gator prank. Um, oh. All right. Stupid party, stupid jokes. You know, this is when he does the, and then the axe is going to yeah. fall. And then an axe falls on the pizza because they're cutting the pizza with yeah, an axe. Yeah, so because they're we, frat boys. So we know where the axe comes from later. And we, we get a dick joke. Yep, we get some <laughs> dick jokes. We get some other, like, we get somebody basically having sex in a, in a public place and we, four people watching them. We get the fat guy, and you know he's a fat guy because he stacks up every piece of pizza and tries to eat it at once. Because he's fat. And Jason Scott Lee talks about a stereo. Yeah, it's a Yamachi. Yeah. Laser trekking. Sure is. <laughs> uh, and the and our metal kid and the girl. Who is Veronica. Veronica. Uh, go to. I hate that I know all the characters' names from uh, Ghoulies 3. I love point. it. It's making me laugh. <laughs> uh, so, so they go to the room, quote unquote, with the equipment. Did you get that sex light yet? No, but I'm I'm going to be buying that sex light for my house. Absolutely. We need a neon sign. I need one for the store, and I need one for my house. Um, <laughs> you know, it's really expensive to write pinball because of all the letters. Yep. So I think I'm just going to have sex in bright red letters. <laughs> just put that in the back. Uh, completely un- unrelated, but like, I don't want to talk about Gooey's 3. I don't blame you. Um, um, with the neon sign, Video Expo. Uh, yes. Our buddy Jake moved to town here. Yeah. And he saw Video Expo, which is a adult video rental store. Jake just thought it was a video rental store for movies. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's so, <laughs> a story of one of the first times Erskine? he was in... Yeah, Erskine. Ah. One of the first times he was in Portland, he just walked into Video Expo and was like, oh, shit, this is not the store I was looking for. I'm not leaving, but no, uh, yeah. it wasn't what I was looking for originally. I had to loan him money he spent so much. Now, officially, <laughs> it is the store I'm looking for. Um... <clears throat> oh, we forgot to mention the girl with the deer head stuck on her head. Is that the scene? Yep, this is pretty much right here. Yeah. She, she comes in just so that they can make three jokes, four jokes, one of which I actually laughed at. Which one was that? The, uh, she had too much alcohol. I actually laughed at. Was that a joke? Alcohol? Yes. Elk. Oh, oh, I didn't miss. I missed that. Yeah. 
I, I actually laughed at alcohol. God damn me to hell. But uh, I, I couldn't... Um, do you imagine that's your only film role? Like, <laughs> lady with... The naked were, lady. Were you in a movie? Deer. Yeah, I, I, was, I was topless with a big deer head on my head in Ghoulies 3. Yeah, maybe just don't tell anybody. My, my no agent will... said it was a great stepping stone. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. Yeah. <laughs> and that woman was Meryl Streep. And now you know <laughs> the rest of the story. Oh, good yank, dude. <laughs> That's a great yank. Great yank, guys. <laughs> I hope everybody else liked laughing like we do. I'm so sorry, everyone. Uh, you can just skip this episode. We're just doing this for ourselves at this point. We're just doing it because we watched the movie and we have to get this out of the way. Oh we'll gosh. do a good one next week. Um, <laughs> Ghoulies 4. We'll do <laughs> It's a Wynorski. It is. <laughs> I mean, it's less obnoxious than this. It is yeah. 100% like it's not just nonstop every single second. Some I actually put it in. Joke. I actually put it in last week and uh, it was pretty decent. I fell asleep, but that's because I was tired. And that's nothing against the movie. Right. Yeah. It's not it's not anywhere near this bad. <laughs> um. So Skip's girlfriend breaks up with him because he missed a date. Well, he was too busy yanking. He was too, he was busy, too busy yanking and pranking. He was too busy yanking. He's a yank god. He ain't got time to remember dates. Yep. And he so, had to make all those wax candy bars to replace the in the vending machine. Okay. Before we go any further, what the fuck is this whole thing? <laughs> what the prank? We, yes. Do you, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I mean, so. At the end, they're like, I was just I was just joking. My college didn't actually have a prank week. That was a humor joke. <laughs> so at the end of this movie, they're like, we won. The judges, the judges came together <laughs> and said that we nobody's seen any of these fucking things that they've done. They're not they're not documenting. I was wondering anything. if you remember the judges, too. I, I at the same time was yelling at the screen. I said, what judges? What judges? How? <laughs> Who? How, how are they seeing him make that guy pee on the other guy's leg? How is that? <laughs> How are they going to know that all of the candy bars are wax? The judges are everywhere. <laughs> it's like some sort of intergalactic prank <laughs> council like big, that big knows bro- everything. Big brother judges. They've just oh. got hidden cameras everywhere. <laughs> uh. How did you fail science? I was a prank prank judge. I had to like not skip scat class and watch people prank. So Ragnar finally summons the ghoulies in his in his house. We get the uh, oh, because apparently he just researches spells after looking at a comic book. Like, why the hell wouldn't Ragnar just throw that shit away? I don't know. For some reason, it's not a character for him to even keep that book. (laughs) For some reason, he knows about demons, and he's like, "This looks familiar," and he finds one of his old books and compares it (laughs) to one of his existing tomes on on ancient evil ghoulies, and he's like. Wow, this comic is about ghoulies. Um, <laughs> in his room, in one of the rooms where the ghoulies first show up, there's a poster for yokai monsters, which I was really excited about. I the don't know what that is. Amazing movie from the 60s, okay. from the late 60s. Just crazy, like every kind of Japanese spirit. Like, I think they're Shinto spirits. It's like every single kind of, like the the weird little turtle with the bowl on his head and like the, the umbrella gotcha. with one eye and like all of that stuff. <laughs> and it's just like Sid and Marty Croft gone, okay. gone bonker doodles. It's awesome. 
Love that movie. So I thought that was kind of cool. And it also is very similar to the idea of ghoulies. Okay. It's kind of the idea. Because I think that the the weird lizard monster, at some point they kind of started thinking he was like a kappa or something, even though he doesn't have the thing on his head. So I think that was kind of the reference. Gotcha. Either way. Um, what do we get? What's Ragnar even do with him when he first comes? I don't remember. <sighs> he what's just... His- he doesn't know what's going to happen. Well, oh, they first show up. He's like, he summons them. And then yeah. he's like, Whoa, Whoa, what, what do the, I do? Why did I do this? <laughs> the hell is that? Go Jackass, away. Why he, did you? He waves the oh, comic right. at them and, and says, go away. away. And, and then they, they reappear at the party, right? Yes. Okay. That's what happens. Okay. So they're having sex in the, in that bedroom. Is that what that is? No, no, <laughs> it's not. They are exercising and making sexual overtures at each other from a well, close distance. Apparently it's, it's foreplay. That's, yes. that's the humor joke in this part yeah. is that he she is just wearing Wesley out with all this like aerobic pre warm up. Like, that yeah. sex sign is cool. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it, it's very porkies. It's that like sex jokes by people who've never had sex before yeah. kind of stuff where it's like. He leaves and he's like, he looks, he into looks his, at his weeder. He's, he's like, like, you're safe now, boy. <laughs> like, like she's been killing him with 20 minutes of sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so he's left to, quote unquote, guard the frat because yep. they're going to go out yanking. <laughs> and uh, because so. at a party in college, that's what you would do. You wouldn't go try to bang somebody. You'd go mm-hmm. out to rig up. Clearly, benches. that's what he wants to do. It's what like, mean? we're going to leave our bro here to have hot sex while we go out and, and, and TP stuff. <laughs> yep. And that's what they do. So uh, he goes, he hears, he hears the toilet flush and he's like, well, I'm guarding this party or this house. So I have to go check because it's probably the other frat trying to sneak something in. <laughs> so he goes in, gets attacked by the ghoulie lizard, blah, blah, blah. Uh, with a line that makes no sense. The, the ghoulie hits him in the nuts with a toilet plunger and he, but he does it twice. And then he goes, two balls, one strike. Yep. But, like, you hit his balls twice. twice. <laughs> <sighs> I will not. I, I would say don't try to analyze the <laughs> jokes in this movie. I think that might be that might be too much. I feel like this movie had the potential to be so much better than it was. Like, Oh, absolutely. I mean. If you would have gone full on with the nudity and not this, like half-assed job that they did and they went full on like peter jackson dead alive gore yeah the producer said less violence oh really the producer made him go like toned down because obviously director is a an effects guy so you know during the fangoria years gore yeah exactly he has done (laughs) he was he was one of the guys on reanimator i mean like he's He's got it under control. And Why so, would you hire that guy to direct a movie with no gore effects? Agreed. That makes as much sense as casting Bill Mosley as a mute in Silent Night 3. <laughs> like you, you're great at being psycho with an awesome voice. You, you just m- mumble around and not say anything. <laughs> well, yes. He was probably he probably agreed to go for scale. And if you go for scale, then if you talk, then you have to get paid for a full day and all that stuff. So, Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so they were probably saving money. Um, but either way, uh, we get this joke with the, she's on a rowing machine and you think that she's now having sex, but she's not. She's just exercising while Wesley's peeing. I don't. I not, guess that's the humor. Jo- like she, she's so voracious. She can't stop. So even when he's away, she needs to just keep the cardio up. 
or she'll get out of the mood. Fair. And so he gets shoved down the toilet, whatever. He mm-hmm. dies. And then uh, then all of a sudden the ghoulies are dressed up in college clothes. No, they <laughs> I, I do like this gag. Um, they what open a closet yes. and, all, and a clothes avalanche because that's what happens in, ghoul, in the ghoulies three universes. If, if you open a closet, everything falls Anything, on top of yeah. you like a cartoon. Yes. Uh, so they open this clothes closet and all these clothes fall out of them. And when they take when they pop up from the pile of clothes, they're all fully dressed. <laughs> and I like their outfits. They're it's, wearing like fun, bright '90s clothes. Oh, I, it I, looks cool, dude. I owned that gotcha shirt that ah. that one flippin' ghoulie was yeah. wearing—the bald ghoulie with the yellow yeah, pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally—that was a gotcha shirt that I owned in the. And I do like this, late I 80s. do like the ghoulies in clothes, and they wear them. Oh, quite, they look it's great! Hilarious. They look yeah. great. Little cat ghoulies got a sweater. Yep. <laughs> no, it's good stuff. <laughs> that is actually hilarious. Yes, um, it adds a lot to it. Uh, so okay. Uh, Oh, this is the this is the 2001 joke. They show up and it's so funny. They make the joke halfway. The, the hell joke after. is so far in the future that yeah. there's no way to know it's a punchline. So the ghoulies show up to the, the refrigerator <laughs> and they see it. It looks like the monolith from 2001. And then and then since they opened something, everything falls everything in their head falls. like a cartoon. <laughs> but then an hour later in the movie, somebody goes. They drank our beers, all 2001 of them. <laughs> huh? Remember that? It looked like the monolith from that movie? Yo, yo, nope. <laughs> yo, you'll get the joke on repeated viewings. You'll want to watch this a lot. <laughs> uh, I did have repeated viewings of this movie. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, yeah, this is where that pee prank went. He gets the guy to pee on the other guy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's drunk ghoulies. The ghoulies fart. They drink Drainex. <laughs> they dr- oh, it's funny. <laughs> then kind of funny. <laughs> uh, so, but they, yeah, they drink all 2001 beers. And we and get, they're we get all, a go- they're get a- all Miller High Life and Miller Lights. And then they do a taste great, less filling. And the end of it is like product placement of a Miller beer in the toilet being crushed. 100% <laughs> they got money from Miller for this movie. I love, too, that all the beers when they fall out of the fridge on their head are all crushed and empty already. Yes. Like, they look at the fridge and it's all, like, pristine, open-stacked cans. And then once it falls, everything you can tell is just clearly yeah. empty and already crushed. I think that's how everybody got paid for this movie. <laughs> uh, Man, went to four years of film school. Should be a key grip sitting here crushing Miller cans. <laughs> no, they were drinking them. <laughs> oh, oh, gotcha. <laughs> Uh, I was going somewhere else with that. <laughs> now they're, they're recycling like them. For world-renowned it. director of photography. I'm just sitting here crushing cans on a Ghoulies 3 set. <laughs> That's how you got to pay your pay your dues, yeah, man. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. Uh, so Skip sets up a prank with the with the the bike, with the Hitler Youth guy's bike. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's going to be a mild prank where trash gets dumped on it. But then the Ghoulies come around and they just destroy the they're, bike. They're, they're mean-spirited yankers. Yeah. I didn't it's know like, that they were vandals. It's like when you tie somebody to somebody's bike and it dumps trash in your head, that's funny. That's a good yank. When you smash somebody's scooter, that's a not funny that's yank. That's a bad that's yank. That's a bad yank. <laughs> you got to learn, <laughs> learn the difference between good yanks and bad yanks. You know, they should have they got caught at one point. And somebody should have put them in detention and they could have had a, uh, um, a breakfast club parody with oh, the ghoulies. That would have been great. That would have been better than anything else in this movie. <laughs> Honestly, I think... That's the kind of concept that would have helped this movie out a lot. Just that conceit mm-hmm. that 
they just say, we're from this frat and everybody treats the ghoulies like they're regular people. Yeah. That conceit would save this movie. Oh, man. Like a hundred percent. Any kind of like, you kids, get back to your fraternity row. Yeah. Well, you know, like anything that you do with them from then on is funnier than anything they've done with them so far. Yeah, especially if nobody freaked out about them yeah. being ghoulies. Absolutely. Yeah. They they ah. see them and they're just like, you know, one of the girls falls in love with one of the ghoulies and is trying to <laughs> That'd ask him. That's so them. good. All of these things are better <laughs> than what they did. Oh, one of the ghoulies steals uh, Halman's girlfriend. <laughs> See that? Which is also Skip's girlfriend, and there's a ghoulie love triangle. Oh, the ghoulie love triangle. <laughs> ghoulie love triangle. <sighs> I was, like, saying that. Yes. So, um, <laughs> so both the frats are, like, the tra- they, one of the frats is trash, the other one trashed the bike. Both frats think that the other frat is going overboard in their attempts, and they don't know mm-hmm. that the ghoulies are doing it. And shitty Tom Arnold shows up and... Uh, uh, Barkus. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> I just think of him as low-grade Tom Arnold. <laughs> uh, he will always be Duffy from RoboCop 2 to me. That's fair. I just see that guy and I'm like, oh, Duffy. <laughs> Duffy. And his sad, sad end. Why did you have to get addicted to nuke nope. Duffy? Arr! God. You now, know it's not good for you. I love that freaking scene where uh, he's getting cut open there. Yep. And, uh, what's his name? Tom Noonan. Yes. I love Tom Noonan. I wish Tom Noonan was in this movie. I wish RoboCop was in this movie. <laughs> RoboCop. I wish this was RoboCop goes to college. <laughs> RoboCop, the college years tonight at eight. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we have to get back to it. I'm so, so sorry. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. So, so <laughs> shitty Tom Arnold gets gets electrocuted by the ghoulies. Who rewire his rewire his little scooter thing after he he refers to TPing houses as bombing with the butt wipe bouquet. Um, <laughs> Whoever wrote that line should be proud. Yes, I think I think that might be. I bet there's the same writer as let's blow this poop stand. The most shimmering line in this entire <laughs> movie. Uh, but Ragnar now knows that he can control the ghoulies with the comic, and he sends them to get the prank crown for him. And they keep getting teleported back and forth with a stuffed goat so that they can hide the puppeteers behind the stuffed goat. Oh, is that really what that funny. thing's doing there? I just thought it was like a random funny thing. It just made me laugh. You see it in front time. of the house later on, too, when they pop up there? Yes, because they, they need something to hide the puppeteers <laughs> behind. Uh, the stuffed goat is a positive. This movie's got some positives. Definitely the repeated... <laughs> use of the stuffed mountain goat is pretty great um okay so where are we <laughs> oh officer doofy goes and warns the ladies oh, about the, the penny, penny raid. raid i do like the penny raid part yeah he's like hey i want to tell you about a potential penny raid but if you want you can give all your pennies to me <laughs> and I'll keep them safe <sighs> that is a joke like 11 year old me loved yeah i mean i was like that's so funny all of i can just i can just remember myself as a kid watching this be like ah! <laughs> i get <laughs> it he want his underwear <laughs> why he is- just wants your underwear i don't know why but he wants I your underwear and it's don't funny quite understand why but she does <laughs> but it's underwear and i'm 10 and this is funny yes exactly so <laughs> this is a kid's movie a hundred percent a kid's movie <laughs> Um, I also like the uh, the running gag. Um, Barkus is totally kind of like a, a coyote, like Roadrunner and Coyote. Oh, yeah, yeah, He just yeah. keeps getting electrocuted and blown up yep. in all the ridiculous ways. Yeah. And still lives just fine. Yep, he's fine. And and that's another thing, is that if they had just changed those all of these things to be like, 
cartoon mutilations where it's like, oh, he got folded up and then he's better next scene. It's a kid's movie. Yep. You know, take out the nudity. It's a kid's movie. Everything about oh. this movie is a kid's movie. What if like, um, God, they could have done a new new heart callback there. Like, I'm Daryl. Is my brother Daryl? What, what if it was like Barkus, my brother Barkus, my other brother Barkus? Like, he keeps dying in these horrible ways. And then a new Barkus steps Barkus. on the scene like, and he gets died. Like, and he's... See, I would have liked that. Yeah. I would have liked there to be replacements each time. Mm-hmm. Sort of like Officer Jenny in Pokemon. Don't worry about it. I'm not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, I spend my time well. Everyone shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Klugaluger. Klugaluger. Okay, so Skip has quit the prank war now. And he's, he's going straight. He's done yanking, man. Because he wants to win back his girlfriend, and then they set up a date. And uh, then we get some crazy crap about how if the ghoulies attack Ragnar, then he'll absorb their power. By the way, what power? What can What can a fucking ghoulie do? Drink two thousand beers, I guess. But is that his <laughs> That'd power? Be a cool party trick. Okay, I guess that's it. All right, so he can now drink two thousand beers if they attack him. Yeah, they don't have any powers. They have no powers. They have electric melt your body powers at the end somehow when they they're told to kill Ragnar and he gets that makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I mean it's because of there. that that drop of dialogue that's like I'll absorb you and I'll take your powers. Ah. Uh. So I guess I wasn't paying that much attention. You should have been. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm I'm just going to talk like this for the rest of the podcast. (laughs) Are you mimicking me? (laughs) Are you mimicking? (laughs) That part was funny. Oh my God. Are you mimicking me? (laughs) (laughs) So this is where the lady from Newhart gets murdered. So stupid. Yep. They, they pull it funny. They pull her tongue out because the cat's got her tongue. Because the cat ghoulie grabs it. And isn't that a joke from the... Wasn't that in Ghoulies 1 as well? I don't know. Ghoulies 1's boring. I never watch it. (laughs) I believe it is. (laughs) I have seen it fairly recently. Fairly recently. Fairly recently. (laughs) I'm enjoying this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, (laughs) Ragnar sends the ghoulies back to attack the frats. And then we have the panty raid, oh. where the girls are, like, defending their panties by getting naked. <laughs> Good move. Yep. You're really teaching those boys a lesson by being topless when they go in. I feel like this is one of the punch-up scenes. Yeah, oh yeah. I feel like they made, like, a, a PG fun You're movie. You're probably right. And then they were just like, ah, throw some boobs in there. Like, Trying to think, where do the boobs land? There's this scene. The antler girl. Antler girl, that could, that could have been a punch-up. Uh, the shower scene is in there. Easy punch-up. Yep. Yeah, you could be right. That's yeah, it. this could have been this could have been a PG movie. Because the striptease does not have any nudity, which is, yeah, again, like a super drop ball in this movie. Like, yep. It needed to go hard, and it didn't. Yeah, <laughs> true. It just half-assed everything. That's, yeah, and that's the, right here. That's the Playboy Playmate dancing in her underwear for literally no reason I she do. says i have a date and then she goes up to her bedroom and dances in her underwear Some like hot. <laughs> the song is Bad. terrible um i do like the gag though when barkus is spying on her in the window and then you hear the song sound and then he falls like they like ghoulies sawed the branch up from under him that's a good gag 
This movie is for kids. Yeah. It's still a good gag. I like it. It is. It's great. Um, and the ghoulies like watching the girls, too. <laughs> I don't like that. That's upsetting to me for some reason. <laughs> I don't like this cross-species attraction that they're experiencing. You're speciesist. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so Everybody needs love, Tristan. Even ghoulies. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> uh, so they're luring the frat guys with panties. Is that what's going on? They So they all... Yeah, they, I guess. Then they steal the frat guys' clothes, kind of? Yeah, so then they ambush them, beat them with pillows, and then steal their clothes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes I guess sense. that's the deal. And in the meantime, the ghoulies are actually destroying the underwear somewhere else. Yeah. For some reason. They're also having their own panty raid yep. and reveling in underwear. Yep. <laughs> And then they go after Veronica in the shower by I, doing the classic three three th- people on top of each a other. Trench coat. Yeah. Now, one of the scenes when it turns around, there's a big circle on the face, and it looks like one of the killer leeches from the movie Killer Leech. Okay. Why is that? I did not notice that. It's so bizarre. So I can't answer it. It's the second time. If I, I noticed it, I'd have an answer. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's really weird, and I don't get it. Um, Guess I'll just have to watch this again. No, you won't. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> Wanna suck face out of nowhere. Sticks a plunger on her face. Again, and like the tongue. It's just it, dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's it's unearned yep. is essentially the problem. Is that it's they weren't like if someone had fallen in love with the ghoulie. Yeah. If it had been a moment where they didn't know that the ghoulie for some reason they couldn't tell he was a ghoulie and they fell in love with him and then he's like, Oh, really? You want to suck face? Yeah. Pulls the face off. Perfect. Yeah. Fine. That's earned. But this is no, she didn't. She was just taking a fucking shower. Mm-hmm. She wants to be left alone while she takes a damn shower. <laughs> so Ragnar is totally nuts. He goes into class and he draws power and evil, evil. <laughs> on the, on the And nobody board. seems to notice that. He's just super flipped his shit. Yeah, he has absolutely flipped his shit. Nobody notices. Uh and he's gone what we can't say crazies, right? No, you're not allowed to anymore. He's gone. Uh, mentally unstable. Yes, sure. <laughs> With power and evil. Power and evil. Power and evil. So uh, Skip is getting set up here. Uh, the the Hitler Youth guy has rigged an exploding desk, and he's he's set it up. How? So he has a remote control. How? And he ran a. The know. wire goes to. He doesn't have any wires. You tell me that this freaking college anchor. Rigged up an exploding and burning desk. Yes. That went off with non-existent Bluetooth yes. connectivity. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll love it. All right. Good. Um, it's the only thing in this movie that doesn't make sense. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so it explodes. Whatever his name is, Sig Heilman or whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> has a remote control, blows it up. His and first the- name should have been Sig. I don't think it was. Why isn't his name Siggy Heilman? Yeah. Like, there you go. That That fixes that. Um, man, we're, we're <laughs> y'all can just call us the Punch Up Brothers. Let's man. let's just punch this movie back up. Let's <laughs> remake time. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so he gets set up. He gets kicked out of class, and then his frat brothers, in solidarity, walk off with him and sing the the frat song. Because that that's is. what you would do when you're paying for education. You just sing stupid songs and walk out of class. Yep. <sighs> so. Sure. 
we go back to the frat. They recap everything that's this happened in the movie. This whole dumb shit didn't have to happen. The whole point the was whole... to give him the squirt gun that was full of goofy glue. Yeah, the whole point, though, like, they have this, like, fight and this frat fallout with everybody because they all just solidarily walked out with him. Mm-hmm. Then, But he's he's done yanking because like, <clears throat> he got kicked out. Right. Well, also, I think their frat is about to be closed because they've all been kicked out of school. So. Yeah. But mm. they're like, what are we going to do now? I don't know, go back to class. Go home. Go home. Get a fucking job. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. <laughs> Earn some money. Buy yourself a new Yamagachi stereo. It's exactly. Uh, but either way. Uh, either way, this is one of the things that this movie has a big fault with. Is this whole freaking fight with the frat and almost getting kicked out. Like, none of this needs to happen. And it boosts this movie to a staggering 94 minutes. Yeah. Like, it sure does. It should have been like 80. I, I want I mean, this movie to be a fast in and out, and that would be it would be a much more enjoyable experience because it the subject matter is not strong. The subject matter helped. is not strong enough to keep it going. Yeah, this movie has no plot, <laughs> and that is the problem. It's I mean, there's it, no yeah, there has no, it has a minor skeleton plots, of a plot. Right, but there's no real motivation. There's for like characters. oh no, there's she's no, been kidnapped. What are we gonna do? Yeah. Oh, she gets loose. It's got it's got the it's got not the, a real plot. It's got the depth of like the first Mario game. Like right. oh, the princess is captured. Go exactly. find her. <laughs> okay. And it's not. It really, honestly, does not have a plot. The point of this movie is to get to the next prank. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it was set up so that he could have a bunch of. Like frat comedy prank jokes, so you could rig a a chair to fall over, you could rig the desk to explode, the alligator to come out. Yeah, he's like having fun doing this stuff. Honest to God, this movie must have been a blast to make. Oh yeah, I'm sure that it was a total joy. So that's kind of cool. I bet it was fun on the set too, and yeah. I bet it, I bet everything seemed funnier than it came out when you were doing it too. And maybe it was funny in the '80s. There is that problem mm-hmm. where where comedy gets stale over time and and at this point maybe it's just too far in in the rearview mirror for us to actually laugh at it however talking about timeless comedy i was in vermont this weekend at my uh, sarah's aunt's house and uh they had looney tunes on dvd and i haven't watched looney tunes in a while yeah but i put those in and they held up big time they really do it's weird it was hilarious it's weird how well uh the marx brothers holds up yes definitely like, you watch Marx Brothers and you're like, God, fuck, that's clever. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's like painfully clever. And uh, my buddy Austin turned me on to um, Ernie Kovacs. Yeah. If you've ever watched yeah. his oh, that absolutely. old TV show. Wow. That's such surreal humor. Like, it's nuts. Smart dude. Yeah, you put Smart it on now dude. and it's just still hilarious. Yeah, so maybe maybe that's an excuse that doesn't fly. <laughs> yeah. It may not be it may not be a fair excuse. It may just be really trite jokes that were like old when the Muppet show was on the air mm-hmm. and probably old when the Jack Parr show was on the air and probably old <laughs> before that when the Cesar Romero show was on the air. Like probably old jokes that have been used a trillion times. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. But they're good here. Except for that fucking alcohol joke, which was killer. Ah! I'm so sad I missed that. I didn't even, I didn't notice. That's subtle. That's, that's that kind of really subtle, intelligent humor. <laughs> yeah, that, that Ghoulies 3 is known for. Yes. It's the subtle, subtle Ghoulies 3 humor. Um, so just don't forget that they've given Skip a squirt gun full of goofy glue because it's going to be very important. It makes zero sense. It's amazing because you could have just had him 
able to get her off the table quicker. Yeah. <laughs> really mm. didn't change a damn thing. Whoa. Uh, but it, but mm. they did give it to her. Um, and so Ragnar, uh, he now wants to kill Skip Carter. Kill Skip Carter. Kill Skip, kill Carter. Skip Carter. So they do. They go off to kill Skip Carter. Uh, Sig Heilman meets uh, the girlfriend in the in the hallway, and she's and he's like, blah blah blah. I set him these, up. Uh, yeah, and then she scalds his penis off with uh, with hot coffee. See, this is one of those scenes where they just half-assed it. Like she pours hot coffee inside his pants, and he's just like, oh. It's just like that guy should have been screaming, swearing, running around the room, holding his junk. Like that would have been funny. He should have been in the hospital, going through like yeah. weeks of skin graft procedures, <laughs> having to get a prosthetic penis attached, like all sorts of things that would happen. And we just keep cutting back to him just, getting more <laughs> unfortunate penis news. <laughs> I always think we just we just keep getting back to him getting better, and he's just struggling. He's finally back on his feet and he can walk and he kind of collapses and the nurse holds him back up and he's, she's like, you can do it. You just have to believe in yourself. And he's like, I can do it. I do believe in myself. And then he gets better. He comes back and then he does something shitty to them at the end of the movie. <laughs> or or he's got a, a, a big cast on his on his For the rest of and the he, movie. And he, and he ends up slamming it in doors and stuff. <laughs> you could also naked gun it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh. <laughs> so the frat guys and the ghoulies are both after Skip. Skip and the girl are back together because something. So they, they have sex with a dustbuster. around with a dustbuster because yeah. that's yep, that's funny. What yep. Because, <laughs> again. I bet, I bet your other boyfriend doesn't have one of these. Does not. He does not because that makes no sense. <laughs> uh, he's multitasking. At all. Uh, so, guy they vacuum the Nazi dust offer. <laughs> so this, we get this bomb showing up. Someone goes to skip with a bomb, and it's what a three-year-old draws as a bomb. <laughs> it's a total cartoon bomb, like a big black cannonball with a fuse. Yep, it it's is. Kinda, I I like it. It's an anarchist's bomb from the late 1800s. I, I think it's hilarious. So, uh, yep, yeah. uh, ghoulies think he's skip, and they hit him with a frying pan. Does your edit have this? What? The, the the effect of his face? No. Yours That's does? really frustrating. Wait. No, the back of the box does. What? Yeah, if you look this movie up, yeah. if you go on IMDb, there's a picture of him with a flattened face and he has the eggs eggs for, eggs for eyes. Holy shit, I was wondering why. Like I once that happened, I noticed the eggs in the frying pan and I was like, why didn't we get this comical face yeah. with egg eyes? That that image exists out there in the world. It's and not they on didn't, my copy. Why didn't they put it in the movie? And why is it on IMDb? Damn, I have the original tape release of this. That's what I was watching. Yeah, no, so it's they, not like a, they definitely cut it out for some cuckoo bananas reason. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Do not know. Either way, that looked cool. I wish it was in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, so the, he the bomb flies out of his hand when he gets hit with the thing, <laughs> goes down the road, and of course it finds fake Tom Arnold and blows him up. Oh, I, I do like that gag though. Yeah, it's good. It's that classic Looney Tunes gag of him sitting in his car and the bomb lands in bomb. the go kart. He's like, "Oh, a bomb! A bomb!" <laughs> yep. And then he's all black like the coyote, all smoldering. <laughs> yep. It's it is. I mean, this movie is a very very Looney Tunes. Yes. Uh. 
Only not as funny. Only not as funny. Uh, Skip and the girl find the dead lady from Newhart. Uh, now the evil frat is trying to frame Skip for murder, or no, for an explosion. They're gonna they're gonna blow up something in one of the administrative buildings, and they're gonna plant oh, bomb right. stuff Island's on him because yeah. they want him to go to prison. Yeah, this is the part in the movie where I just start fading. Like it's been so long. Like, but it's I've also been watching such garbage. Like so long, but for so. It feels so out of out of left field for them to go from like, well, we we sure are getting some. We blew up your. Th- oh, I want to see you in prison. Yeah, you're, we're gonna totally frame you. You're gonna sit in a cell for twenty five years to life. <laughs> we're gonna hold you down, beat you, and then we're going to frame you for an explosion. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, maybe maybe a little far. Yeah, but, but this this movie's a, an endurance test, like for for your attention. Like seriously, at this so point, we're probably like what seventy minutes into the movie. Yep. There's still like twenty minutes left, and you're just like fucking wrap it up. Yep, like, the joke's done. Like it's yeah, but he squirts them with goofy glue. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So and they don't run away. They just they just keep sit getting there. hit by glue a lot, and then they can't do anything. Yep, glue is a ghoulie's only weakness. Yep, Skip only comes to the rescue because. Uh, the Sig Heilman calls uh, calls his girlfriend a bitch. Yep. And he's like, nobody says that. And then, he, get, then he gets superhuman he gets skip superhuman strength. strength. Yep. And uh, beats everybody up. And eventually, after beating up, what, four, like, in shape, you know, 20-year-old frat guys, yep. he then meets the octogenarian uh, who's holding his girlfriend hostage and after a very long struggle manages to overpower him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love to... Um, if he'd only been like 85 years old instead of 82 years old, it would have been fine. I love how her clothes are all ripped too. It looks like it looks like when a, you know, in a cartoon again. Yep. When, when you've got lost or you've gone through a fight and all your clothes get cut up and ripped up yep. and everything. So much. <sighs> meet, 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 meet. <laughs> So now Skip's got the comic. He sicks the ghoulies on Ragnar. And, and this part I found funny, too. I mean, yeah, they kind of... Ragnar kind of told them to kill him, but Skip just straight up um, yes. gets, makes it hit. He's just like, kill Ragnar. Well, he says, get Ragnar. Does he say get? I thought I think he, said he kill. says get. But, yeah. And but what does ghoulie get? He's not going to hold him. <clears throat> And also, I think it's funny because they they set up this thing that they didn't need to set up. This could have just happened. You didn't need to say, I'm going to get your power if you're doing, you know, (laughs) you didn't even need to put that in there. Yep. Um, And that was all contingent on him having the comic. Now Skip has the comic. And so he no longer has any power over the ghoulies. So the fact that they're attacking him, he's not going to get their power. That that whole thing is null and void. Hmm. It only worked if you'd done it that way. And so I, ah, whatever. Doesn't matter. But uh, he does, and. He sicks the ghoulies on Ragnar. The ghoulies mm. jump on Ragnar, and then a bunch of lightning strikes, and like he's cartoon j- electricity, and then he's like half melted into neon he's green ooze. It's a pile of goo. It's yeah. just like a sweater and a and green bubbling goo. His whole upper torso is melted into slime. Yep. And then a hand comes out of the slime. But, uh, yeah, so our, our Hitler youth guy shows up at the frat house to be like, to continue whatever he was up to. And, but 
his story arc ends abruptly when Ragnar bursts through the door. And he freaks out and falls on the ground, and that's that he's out like he's, a light, I guess. He is unconscious after that point. It has literally <laughs> driven sanity out of his brain. To be fair, yep. he did see his his humanities teacher with a giant face on his stomach and I horns that and looks great. demons. Oh, it looks fucking awesome. And I love that it the, looks like the, it's straight out of an anime. Yeah, too. and the big belly face talks at the same time he talks, so they have like the two voices, a big lower. Yeah, with this, like, that it's whole great. Awesome. It's great, and uh, you know, again, kudos to him for actually going through with it. Oh, he's he's no, great. No longer with us, but no. uh, but still, kudos. He was to him. acting like right up to the end too. He's like ninety three and still doing flicks. Did not he? Did not care. No. He was just like killing it. Given it he was everything, just dreaming for that day for Ghoulies Five, Ragnar's <laughs> return, and it never came. Me too. Um, so eventually, he chases them through the building. They get caught in the same room with the evil toilet, and they just <laughs> like when you're like, "Oh, he's gonna do something crazy." He's like, he knows instinctively to flush this down the toilet. Yep. He sticks it in the toilet, and the the. And I think it's kind of funny. Ragnar like flies into the bowl. Yes. <laughs> It brings him into the bowl. And we with get the to comic. see a second person. Oh, and the ghoulies also, when they were flushing the first Wesley, uh, they did say goodbye, cruel world. Yes. Which I felt was a funny kind of reference to that um, movie yep. title with the, the, on the cover. Yeah. Which I've never seen. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. Uh, Careful. Uh, he'll eventually Don't unplug, unplug us. us. <laughs> uh, so, yep. <clears throat> so, fake Tom Arnold shows up, arrests Sig Heilman for blowing up his golf How cart. How is his golf cart still running? I don't know. He, like, crashes through the door. I think he keeps getting a new one. No, this is all broken. Oh. This is still... Maybe he's really good at fixing his golf cart. Yep, yeah, sure, fine. <laughs> and so... What do I care? Yeah. <laughs> so our... Duffy. So Sig Heilman has the, the TNT in his breast pocket. So he is clearly... So he's the one that's going to prison for life now. Ha-ha. He kind of deserves it. Yes. And there it is. And they've won the pranking crown because the the judges have deemed and, their pranks the yankiest of yanks. And at the end of the movie, he puts on the pranking crown and goes upstairs with his girlfriend that he got back, who left him in the first place because, because he was, of the pranking was crown. pranking all the freaking time. Like, he didn't learn a damn thing. <clears throat> yeah, he literally has... And no arc whatsoever. She is an enabler. Yep. She has no arc either because she nobody starts at the beginning. Arc. Yeah, nobody arcs in this movie at all. She Maybe Ragnar. She just bounces from dude to dude at, at a drop yeah. of a drop of a dustbuster. <laughs> this guy who we all hate. I'll just date him. Yeah. Because you're not dating me right now. <laughs> yep. Uh everyone is irredeemable. Everyone is awful. Uh this movie is terrible. It is <laughs> just Fucking painful. It holds a special place in my heart because I, I did. I did love this when I was a kid and rented it repeatedly amount of times. And, I absolutely understand. And I thought I freaking loved this movie. And I thought like this was. I remember telling somebody <clears throat> I don't remember who, that this was like a legitimately great comedy. Like this is just a funny movie. It's so fun. Like I just I I thought yeah. it was up there with like Naked Gun. I remember yeah. it being like spoofy and ridiculous and comical and. I thought it was right up there with Sorority Babes, but it is not. It is not. It is not great. Um, and I think Sorority Babes is the same thing, but <laughs> I will leave that alone. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Just talking about Sorority Babes. Yeah. It's um, awesome. You're going to get Brandon on you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, man. Yeah. It Legitimately, I kept, like, Michelle had to prop me up. 
because I was, <laughs> I kept falling over. I, like, With laughter? Because it's so funny? Because this movie was so hilarious. <laughs> I was doubled over laughing. No, I was literally on the couch falling asleep. I could not keep myself up to write notes and to, to actively watch this movie. Yeah, Every time rough. I paused it, I would just go, I'm just going to put my head down for a second. Yep. And I just like, I wanted to go to sleep so I, bad. I just want to enter I the I drank void. a coffee <laughs> the size of my head to keep myself from falling asleep. I'm not going to sleep at all tonight. Because I needed to drink so much coffee to make it through this movie. Ask Damien how he sleeps. How the hell does Damien sleep? <laughs> does he sleep? Mm. Does he have giant ulcers? <laughs> I never see him not drinking coffee. God damn it. He does not sleep. Oh, okay. He has, yeah, he just keeps he like. coffee for baby. He keeps rotating babies. So yeah, of course. <laughs> Ugh. Man. So yeah, so that's Ghoulies 3. So that's Ghoulies 3. That we will thing happened. I promise we will do a better movie next week. And because I it's can't. not possible to do a worse movie. Uh, what are we gonna do? I don't know. We'll Smart have to think. Debate. No, let's think <laughs> let's let's think a lot harder about it this time because this one was a disaster. It was so hard. I had a lot of fun talking about other things in this movie during this podcast about we literally, this movie. We had considered just talking about Top Gun yeah. and just saying Goose. that saying that it was coolies. Uh, that would have been a good yank. But that particular yank never happened. So uh we we were stuck with this thing. Yeah. Coolies. Oh god damn. I'm just going to watch that, that scene of Kane Hodder in the bucket again in the beginning because it's just so funny. And it's the, worth it. And then the guy gets ice cream on his face. <laughs> I'm going to jump out the window. <laughs> yep. And uh, and that's it. You can follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast uh, where we're going to be uh, posting things about this. Uh, Diane Maddock for VHS Fiend. And, uh, is the Rad Wraith Kickstarter still going? It sure is. But, you know, there's no way anybody's made it this far. So, But if you have... Good on you, first off. Check out the Rad Wraith. And second off, uh, give some money to Rad Wraith. I we're just like, picked up a sick Rad Wraith shirt today. We're f- we're 500 bucks away from making it. we got 12 days left. It would be awesome to get over that Come on. hump so that we can get this thing made. Um, it's going to Don't get make made. this thing not get made and me return this shirt. Yeah, he's going to have to return that damn shirt. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much for paying attention to this nonsense, and we will see you next week with slightly less nonsense. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe.